Well, hey everyone, welcome to the next episode of the Gun Explained Podcast. I guess that's episode 31, right? Yeah, I made the thumbnail earlier, but uh, yeah, glad to be here doing this live. This has been a lot of fun, uh, already people in the chat talking, so we can, yeah, spend about an hour to just chill, talk about Gundam. Curious, so uh, any Gundam-related stuff uh, going on um, uh, in your life? Yeah, just go ahead and comment about it, pretty curious. Uh, <clears throat> um, yeah, I'll be jumping to some news here shortly. Um, you know, for instance, there's some video game stuff going on that I, I found interesting. I wanted to talk about the GM Camouf or Camouf. Uh, it's supposed to be short for camouflage. So I'm going to kind of jump into that. I, I was thinking goof Camouf. That's just what came to me, but we'll kind of jump into that and kind of get an idea of that mobile suit. Um, and then what are, what were some other stuff? There's just some cool stuff found around the internet that I, I wanted to share. Um, and yeah, I guess, yeah, we'll go ahead and get started. Um, you know, really, you know, this past week, anything Gundam related I've picked up, um, I, yeah, nothing, nothing that I've got personally. It's just, you know, all those pre-orders that are going on. Yeah, I just have a bunch of stuff on pre-order, but um, I did get this from my wife. It says, eat, sleep, Gundam, repeat, you know, that's probably what she's seeing from me and so it's just a it just makes sense right that that was probably an easy gift um but yeah that was valentine so that was really cool also got some pajamas because you know who everyone could use pajamas especially right now in texas i'm in north texas and even though it is texas it is cold it's like in the 30s right now uh, and it's going to get even lower to some people that might be nothing but uh for me that's pretty cold so um yeah, uh, let's see. So, you know, just real quick about this podcast live show. Again, it's a live stream on YouTube, and then the final version will go up on Friday. I usually trim out the beginning. Um, and then the, the podcast format, it's on like Spotify, Apple, uh, Google. But if there's any other podcast platforms you guys use or would like it to be on, just let me know because that's really an easy thing for me to do, just to throw it on there. Um, and actually... Uh, I think that's it for those kind of formalities at the beginning. Uh, let me kind of jump in here. Um, let's get the screen share going. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, just real quickly, um, you know, this past week, you know, a couple things uh, that I've posted, you know, after the last live stream <clears throat> of, of the podcast, I actually had a live of uh, playing Gundam Battle Operation 2. Um, it's just when I'm doing my dailies on Saturday, I figure I'd live stream it and maybe just play a few rounds. There was some nice chat there. If any of you are ever available to jump on, I I usually do it once the, um, the, the I guess the dailies reset for the day. So that's usually 2 p.m. Central. So if anyone's interested, um, you should probably join the Discord for one, and we we talk about gun and battle operation two in there all the time. But um, we can also like coordinate when to jump in. I'll probably open a chat there so we can all chat as we play. But you know, also I've been playing a lot of this uh, Gundam. Uh, okay, so it's like SD. Uh, wait, no, no, no. It's SDG Gundam G Generation Genesis. I don't know. There's a lot of G's in there, uh, but it's a turn-based strategy game. There's a whole series of these really um and this is one on ps4 5 and it's also on switch uh, and it goes through universal century and stuff like that but um i've been having a lot of fun with it and it actually will he's he's a frequent 
commenter. He's in the Discord. He's kind of giving me some tips about it that um, really helped me fully embrace and understand the game. And I've been going all out, having so much fun. Now, uh, an interesting thing about it, it wasn't really officially released in North America, as far as I know. Uh, I have, like, th there's a version with English subtitles. So that's what I, I just ordered it on uh, Amazon uh, when I got it. And um, Amazon Prime even had next day, so I was able to pick it up. But um, what's interesting is there's DLC. So within the North American marketplace you, on the PlayStation Store, you can't download that DLC and play it. But if you just sign in to another uh, region, I have a Singapore, I even have a Japanese one. And I I think it was the Japanese account I used originally to get Gun and Battle Operation 2 when that first came out because it wasn't in North America. But yeah, I went in, downloaded the DLC. Um, you start up the game when you're in that region, it adds it to the game. So then when you get back in on your North American account, you can then play it with all the DLC. Now, um, what's really interesting is, um, th there's kind of a process to it. So I made a video kind of explaining that, um, you know, the address to use, um, how to set up the account, how to get, um, the credit. Cause then you have to buy the DLC, in that other region. So that's all outlined in the video. If you guys have questions about it, let me know because th there's also, there's so much more you can do with another region, um, a profile. Um, I, I was doing this back on the PS3. I remember the Starship Troopers game came out. That was uh, not Starship Troopers. Um, I'm sorry. It's similar. Um, now, uh, uh, Lost Planet, sorry. Uh, a Lost Planet game that was only in Japan. And, uh, I wanted to play it so bad, so I, you know, made another region uh, uh, profile to do that. And also, Santo Bell has, uh, he's another commenter, he's in the Discord, he's actually uh, he gave me some tips on that as well to kind of help me with the process to get Gundam Breaker 3, because that's another game not released here in uh, North America, but you can get it easily that way. So, um, there's some gaming stuff if you guys are are, are interested at all. Um Let's see. I'm looking at the chat real quick. Some uh, Gundam Explained apparel. Well, you know what? That is a good idea. My wife uh, made a hoodie and it says Gundam Explained. Now, as cool as that is, and, uh, you know, I think it would be more interesting for people if I, you know, I consider myself an artist in some fashion. Uh, I like to design things. Um, I'd like to just make some Gundam related apparel it doesn't and it doesn't have to say Gundam explained you know what I mean I like the idea of just making something cool that's Gundam themed that kind of fits like the audience and you know there's a lot of artists out there that I could even commission to do stuff I might want to do stuff on my own but I, I might actually look at if or on the stream show uh, an artist uh that was uh suggested in our discord so I'll do that here in a second um Let's see. Uh, oh, that's funny. Yeah, uh, color coordinate suits for clan missions. Yep. Uh, I'm willing to go all out. Webcam, get like a Federation helmet, uh, have like a red strobe light. Oh, you know, you can, people even do that with games, I think. You, you can like sync up your LEDs with the game. So you can, depending on what's going on, like if I have low health, you already get that alert in game, but then you have like a red flashing. Uh, going on, uh, I, I don't know. That, that just seems awesome. And you know what? I feel bad. There was this time where someone at Reddit wanted to put together like a role-playing clan for GBO2, and I was like, man, that's a good idea. And so I, I messaged the guy and talked to him about it, and it seemed a little complicated, but I really think that's something that could 
really work. Um, I think it's a pretty good idea. Um, let's see. Uh, uh, what's this? Uh, you can get the Platinum Edition of SD Gundam G Generation and Crossrays. Oh, okay. Um, that's good to know. I actually got... Uh, you know, it's funny. I originally bought Crossrays because uh, it was on sale on Steam. And I was like, okay, this isn't bad, but I'm more into Universal Century. So that's that's what got me into SD anyway. But then, you know, real quick, uh, there's also the video up where I did a little review of the 96X uh, Jesta from Unicorn. That was a, a Gumpla kit that uh, Santo Bell sent to me, and I built that, had fun, did some pics. I have a little review of that. Um, and then uh, MS Igloo 2, I'm on that Gravity Front series now where it's from the side of the Federation, but it has that weird Angel of Death thing going on where it's kind of a weird... You know, if they explain it by way of new type, maybe it makes sense. But it's kind of a weird supernatural aspect of Gundam that you don't really see anywhere else. So it's it's almost like it's its own isolated thing. Uh, yeah, it's pretty interesting. Check out the video if you haven't. And then these other two, you know, the thumbnails look cool. So I might have I, I might have needed to label it like music. These are just tracks from SD. Uh, yeah, there we go. S. SD Gundam G Generation Genesis. Um, they're just music tracks that are awesome. I can't find these anywhere to listen to on my own while I'm at working or something or driving. And uh, so I just uh, recorded from the game. Now I figured out how to get easily um, footage from some of the games like Code Fairy and Generation Genesis for some reason is blocked by the PS5 uh, when I'm doing the remote play to do the capture. But what I'm using for this camera, I can actually plug the PS5 into, get all the audio and video. I tested it out. It looks great. So I might make some videos in the future. <clears throat> um, I'll probably be doing one here shortly, though, and all the uh, Advance of Zeta uh, suits that you can get in Generation Genesis and showing their attacks and animations because I think it's just sick. Uh, even though they're super deformed, it's the closest we can get to seeing all that stuff, really. Um, let's see. Uh uh, let's see, uh, ever tried Mass Builder? Uh, it'd be a mecha builder third-person combat game. Yeah, I, you know, I want to say I did see that, and I either downloaded it or it looks pretty cool because it looks like it's all about customizing, but it has a lot of combat to it. So, yeah, Robert, if you ever uh, get to playing that, you know, let us know what you think. Um, Ian Henson, I'm glad to see the resurgence of Gundam games. Um, yeah, you know... It, it, that is interesting because, you know, being a gamer my whole life, I had never really played a Gundam game because it just, what it was was never interesting to me until the Dreamcast with that uh, side story. Um, yeah, I want to, oh, I forget what the um, ah, the name of the units were in that, but I I just played it just to play a Dreamcast game and I, I've always liked robots. So I got it and I loved it. I, I remember I would beat it a couple times I'd play through it beat it and play it again didn't know it was Gundam just thought it was just some random game with robots so um let's see Glenn Norwood uh first time ever watching have you talked about the new SD Gundam Battle Alliance game yes uh I have a um a reaction trailer up uh those are really fun to do and then I talked a little bit about it in the last podcast but I think it deserves another video, maybe if there's more information that comes out, but um, 
there is a little more information actually that I was thinking, man, should I cover a video about it now or later? They're showing the HUD. They're showing uh, more of like the combat mechanics, showing some of the gameplay aspects like upgrading your character and all that. And so that's stuff I'm all interested in. So I'm thinking of making a video of that here very soon, or I might just wait a little bit to see if more info comes out because that game's coming out this year. So I'm sure we're going to see a ton more information. You know, in, um, yeah, Gundam Breaker 3, yep, that's something that, um, you know, Santo Bell from the Discord, very knowledgeable about it, kind of gave me the information on how to get access to it, and I think it's pretty fun. It's, you know, it has a lot of stuff that's not UC, and it's, I'm more into things that are very story-driven of Gundam and are strict with, like, this is that mobile suit and what it does and for me, customizing is mainly just decals like in GBO2. Not too crazy about mixing parts. At least not yet. Um, but anyway, um, do you plan on having people as moderators for your live streams? Yeah, that might happen. That might have to happen eventually once once this gets bigger and all that. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll see. But you know what? Speaking of games, because we bring up a lot of game stuff. And so I might jump into that. Let me... Uh, Get on my old type uh, eyewear here. Um, okay, so I'm going to jump over to... Okay, so Gundam Evolution. I'm sure most of you... Oh, man, how can I get that in here better? I'm sure most of you have heard about this or... Um, hold on, I'm going to have to do this live, and I think I can. Browser, let's move this over, tighten this up. Okay. So they announced this last year, and I heard that there was a beta. I didn't know how to get into it. I'm going to mute this as I play it. But there's someone out there that has two gameplay videos that they are going through and detailing how the weapons work for the specific uh, mobile suits. Now, again, you know, I talked about this game before. I think it's cool just because it's Gundam, but it is kind of like a hero shooter, you know, a first-person kind of character-based PvP game. Hey, it fills, it fills a niche that's not necessarily in Gundam right now uh, in, in the video game space, so I think it's cool because of that. At least they're making other types of Gundam games, so I can't complain. This wouldn't have been my first choice of gameplay style, but I'd be interested in playing it. Um, you know, because, yeah, it is very fast-paced. It, um, it mixes the different universes, and it's just PvP, but... And then, yeah, you can kind of see when they're using the abilities and the refresh of that. It looks very much like, you know, those hero-based shooters. Even uh, Star Wars Battlefront Two, I played a whole ton of. It, it was like that with, like, the heroes, you know, their abilities. Or even the regular troopers, actually. So, um, yeah, th yeah, this is something to check out. Um, the YouTuber is Dunmere. Um, and, yeah, he seems to be showing... Yeah, some gameplay. So that was the Sazabi. And then this is the Ashamir, which um which is like that transforming one. Um Yeah, I mean just kind of look at some of the gameplay. Again, it looks like a typical first person hero shooter. There's nothing Gundam about it other than the designs of the characters, the names of things. Anyway, if, if anyone happens to know um, how to get access to this beta, let me know. Drop a comment. Come in the Discord. Let us know because 
I, I was searching around. And I didn't really find anything immediately. I, I don't know what it is. Sometimes my Google Foo skills are good and they're dead on. And sometimes, um, okay, that looked pretty cool. Oh, okay. And there is the size difference between the units. Like, look at how big that Sazabi is. Okay. I'm, I'm kind of digging this a little more now that we're seeing scale is somewhat uh, being used here. So, okay, cool. Um, yeah, heading back. All right, just uh, just something real quick. There's this uh, this meme actually came back recently. It's a different couple or whatever, a guy with a girl. But and then I saw this and just had to, you know, this is me explaining the deep lore of Gundam to my friend who has never even watched it. Yeah, it's an old meme. It's just hilarious. It works every time because I feel like this is one of those memes where it's like, yeah, I feel like I'm living this on a constant basis. I don't know. Um, you know, for instance, like my brother, he. Uh, he, he's watched some anime. He's really into Berserk. I haven't really got him to get into Gundam. And so sometimes I'll sit there and just talk to him about it. You know, my wife. Yeah, I've learned by now that there's no reason to go into details on some things. But if I'm watching something and she's in the same room as me and she is, I could tell she's kind of paying attention because it is intriguing. Gundam is intriguing. Um, I'll like, <laughs> uh, this just happened the other night. I was watching Origin and she saw. I think when um, uh, Eduardo, it, when it was, you know, Char as Eduardo and there was Casval and that whole situation was going on. And she was like, oh, is that how he becomes uh, Char? And then I started like um, explaining. Yeah, it was a Char Asimble. That's right. Char Asimble. And um, uh, yeah, because yeah, Sailor was there anyway. And then I'm trying to explain to her the background and how it got. And then I realize I'm just talking and talking and then just totally talking over the dialogue of what we were watching. So I probably ruined it, you know. Um, let's see. Uh, Ian Hansen, can you, uh, can you post it in the Discord? Yeah, I will. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, some of these links I'm sharing, I already have them saved because I prepared the podcast. You know, that's a great idea, Ian. Thank you. Because every time I do these podcasts, I prepare the links ahead of time. I might as well drop them into uh, either, yeah, the description or the discord eh, it gets people to join the discord you know which by the way the discord's fun if you haven't joined it you should jump in a lot of knowledgeable folks there i'm telling you all right so here's something that's pretty cool um uh oh there he is there's my older brother he's uh kind of laughing now he knows anime he's probably watched a bit more than than i have but yeah gundam i don't think uh has been his thing <laughs> well good to see you there man um but uh, turn A. So I haven't seen turn A because I just haven't got to it yet. I'm chronologically, I've actually gotten to the point where I should be watching turn A because I've w finished victory. But I wanted to go back and make sure I finished MSA Glue and did a deep dive on it because a lot of times, you know, part of me doing this channel and doing the, the videos on what I watch is to help me understand it better. And then I want to kind of finish off uh early uc before i get into other stuff uh, you know there's these side stories like the um cross dimension uh blue destiny uh battlefield record 0081 and i've already planned out how i'm going to cover those which will be in that same format i'll just use the other media they were in like video games or cutscenes from video games um so expect that to come but then i'm going to get to turn a um and also, in this pursuit of all things Gundam, I've been collecting all of the Blu-rays. And, you know, they're they're expensive, so I have to kind of get them, 
you know, one at a time. Um, but yeah, pretty soon I'll have to get it turn A. And so I didn't know that there was a movie collection. I knew about just in general um, the show, but I didn't know about the movie. So, um, yeah, this will be something I'm excited to check out. Yeah, and it's, it looks like, um, let's see. So it, the series would receive two compilation films covering the 50-episode series titled, uh, titled Turn A Gundam 1, Earthlight, and Turn A Gundam 2, Moonlight Butterfly, which released February 2002. So in my years, 2002 actually didn't seem like too long ago, although it is 2022. So, um, yeah, uh, and I have never seen Turn, Turn A, so I'm going to have to get into that. Oh, watching One Punch Man now. You know what? I remember when that first came out, and I started it, and I liked it. I just didn't finish it. I'll get back to that. Yeah, Berserk is the jam. Yeah, I like I like Berserk as well. And another cool thing about Berserk is I'm a big fan of, you know, Miyazaki and the Souls games, you know, the, the game designer. Uh, and he takes a lot of inspiration from Berserk, and it, which I've learned you know, over the years, a lot of the things you see in Dark Souls and Bloodborne is from Berserk because he loves it. So I'm curious with Elden Ring that's coming out soon, what kind of inspirations are in that as well. Um, All right. So moving on real quick. Um, I wanted to show I have this this in the discord. There's a channel for podcast posts, things I can share on the podcast you know, Valentine's Day came up, and that would have been for last week. I just forgot to even talk about it. Kind of like this. I have become this type of man that I see consistently on the internet where once you get into anime, you then start developing feelings for these characters. And if they happen to be of the opposite sex and you are interested in that opposite sex, they become strong feelings. So... Um, I don't know if anyone else feels that same way, but uh, I'd say Emma, uh, just because she seems like a badass the whole way, um, she'd be my partner. Hamond is probably crazy. She'd probably end up like sending an asteroid onto my house if something happened, you know. Uh, but um, you know, Chris is another good one. Uh, she's she's just cool. I, you know, Chris is a really cool character, but it, you know, nothing really stood out. You know, there was. Those episode, there wasn't a, enough episodes to really develop more arcs than the one between her, Al, and Bernie. So, um, although Shara um, is a good one too, especially the effect riding a mobile suit has for her. Yeah, is this getting too risque? I don't know. And there's another one I posted. I guess dudes, you know, I want to, I want to be equal. I want to be able to, you know, bring in uh, female Gundam fans, even though this is like a, kind of a male driven show um and i think i chose bright noah for the wisdom that he has and the fact that he has survived most of uh uc uh with some amazing new type pilots um that guy's just pretty badass uh let's see oh yeah here we go will thank you uh you can always count on will to share that stuff um Robert, what about Lala? Yeah, Lala's pretty cool, but, uh, you know, it was a pretty interesting arc for her because she had just met Amuro. That's kind of when the audience meets her. So she was just infatuated with Char, not really understanding 
both sides. So she was probably in a way brainwashed, especially in the Elmeth, um, how she was used to use that as a weapon of war. Um, I think the main thing that I got from that arc is that, and she, you know, kind of spells it out clearly, is that she didn't really get to know Amuro. And I think in the greater discussion there is to really understand both sides before just going with just where she went. I mean, are the, is that saying that Sharp brainwashed her? And not brainwashed her like completely, but just was able to explain his points to the where to the point that she thought it was necessary. You know, it was almost the same thing with Quest, even though ugh, she's annoying. But, you know, she again, she was just thinking and like, hey, why are you guys attacking? You know, after, um, you know, that part in Shark's Counterattack where she blew up uh, the uh, Salamis class cruiser that her father was on without her knowing, you know, like if she knew he was there, she who knows what would have happened. So. Um, yeah, I know, you know, that's a good one because, um, I am going to be getting into 08th MS team for uh, the next series that I'm going to be diving into. So I've watched that series twice and, uh, you know, uh, there's something about the characters that I'm having a hard time with. Hope, hopefully this next go around, I'll have a better connection with them. I think a lot of it is how the main characters are drawn. The noses bother me a whole lot. In fact, let me go back. I mean, that's like the craziest thing, right? It's like complaining about an elbow. But like the nose, her nose is this triangle that's like off center. So when I see her, it's hard for me to associate with a caricature of a human drawn in animation form. Whereas Emma... She's got a, a normal nose. The shading is in the right spot. I mean, Haman Karn, same thing. Um, yeah. So, um, okay, let's see what else is here. Oh, I thought this was funny. This is from Will. So there's like, I guess this uh, camera up here. And you get a little closer. And there you go. It's a Dom head. That's perfect idea. Well, I wonder if that was like a perfect grade or... Um, um, would that be a master grade? That seems like it would be kind of big. I don't know, but uh, that that's kind of hilarious. Um, oh, and then this one. Yeah, I've seen this picture around before. Is that supposed to be the Big Zam, Char, and the Gundam? Just some themed wrestling. Yeah, that's pretty funny. All right. Um, Robert, I like the music of Oit, at least. You know, it's funny. I... I remember when I was first getting into Gundam and then that main theme song would start and I was like, yeah, just kind of a typical sounding anime theme song. And then after, yeah, a few episodes, you can just jam to it. It's just stuck in your head and you're like, yeah, this is a jam I can get behind. So, yeah. Um, yeah Zionic Shadow shared, I guess, a commission that he had uh, had done for him. Um, I mean, it was a pale rider. It looks sick. Um, and I guess it's his personal, uh, color that he's using in GBO2. Um, I mean, that's a great drawing. And so he actually linked to the person. So I have their, um, Atrians, Ad, Ad A Atrians. Apologies if I'm getting that wrong. So yeah, just, uh, posting their, um, Instagram here. Uh, I guess their Twitter is also in the discord if you want to check it out. But yeah, just some really cool artwork here. Um, 
you know, I like seeing the variety of way artwork is done um, uh, with Gundam. I like that. That's cool. The different layers. I mean, this is some good stuff. Um, I could see myself commissioning something. Yeah, getting a sticker done. I mean, look at that. That it's very unique because it, again, I love I love you know uh, Gundam fan art because people have their own styles to it, and this is definitely like a really unique style. And I love seeing stuff like this. This is really cool. Uh, you know, a few years ago I did that because I I had a tablet that I was drawing on, and I actually did a live stream where I was drawing a, a skull. Um, and then I posted, yeah, the, uh, fast forward, uh, what time lapse of it. But when I look at this, it just, it motivates me. I love seeing that shading that's done. And then yeah, going through to do the coloring. Yeah, it's, it's great. Robert, uh, can you show my red bubble? Um, go ahead and post it in the chat if you want. I think that's some of your own artwork too. Yeah, go ahead and post it. I, um, Let's see. Yeah, go ahead and post it just in case I can't find it. I only had a few tabs up. Let's see. That, that That's a cool. So that's something cool that Will was showing because it's uh, Phoenix versus G first. Because there's this whole timeline, 0096, Last Sun. Something else I'm going to want to cover too as I finish UC out. Um, and then uh, the character posters for Zeta. And someone made a comment about like framing these. Yeah, that was Yannick Shadow. Yeah, they just look cool. Um, yeah, Zan. Baptimus, yeah, this, yeah, this is pretty cool. Amaro, and then yeah, this is awesome. I love this idea. It's like uh, you, you, there's some stuff out there, like there'd be paintings or portraits where they would uh, edit the faces and make it of people or Star Wars characters. Um, but I like the idea here of uh, uh, putting some mobile suits in there. And then this goof here that. That's that's cool. Felipe Magana. Black Tri Stars. There's always there's so many so many good artworks. And then um Will posted about I guess some characters he made. Kessel and Shaw was their names or are their names and um I guess he had that commissioned um And yeah, that looks cool. And the person, yeah, I was clicking on it earlier and I Okay, there we go. Yeah, double EU. So that's pretty cool. If you want to check out their work. Ah, cool. I like the um, time-lapse stuff. That's very cool. And I like the approach, the very sketchy nature of uh, drawing. Very cool stuff. All right. You know, back to video games for a second. GBO2 had some updates, so, you know... On Thursdays, when the uh, the new dailies come out, usually there's a new mobile suit to win. And this one, they've got the uh, GM3-powered FA uh, full armor, so that's really cool. I didn't even know this existed until I saw this. That is sick. Things that are uh, full armored are always awesome. And it's GM3, which is pretty cool anyway. I have a GM3 that I use. And I don't know if they're all like this, but it has like the shoulder-mounted missile pods, um, which are cool. Uh, let's see, and it's a 550. I don't have many cool 550s. I was, I noticed that today. There was a bunch of, lately there's been a bunch of 550 rooms, and, 
yeah. Okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, ESFS normal suit. And then um, uh, the Barland Custom is back. And I already, already have that, so it wasn't a big deal to me, but that is still awesome. Yeah, and I just got that recently, and I, and I, well, I love it. Um, it's a lot of fun. I actually do good with it when I'm not playing with the, the, the crew here. I don't, I think their level, their rank, uh, pits us against higher player people or something maybe. And then it makes me look bad. That's what I'm guessing. Oh, level one, 500, level two, 550. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I guess that was really it. Not too much. I mean, another thing with GBO2, though, is you can even sign in today, get the other free stuff they're giving out. I, I like how they're doing that now that they've accumulated so many parts, weapons, and mobile suits that you can go in and get a lot of cool stuff now. It's just hard to get the exact thing you want, especially if it's new. I still uh, want the Hazel. There's two Hazels, and... Uh, you know, I'll, I'm bound to get them, just like I've gotten everything I've wanted so far. The new Gundam, the Zeta, the double Zeta, um, the Byrlant. Um I didn't know I wanted the um, Rigazi Custom uh, until... I, actually, I wanted the Rigazi Standard, you know, the one Amaro uses. And then I got the Custom, like, well, it's cool, it's got a V-Fin, and it, it kills. Um, I was just playing a game today, and I should have recorded it, where it's just like I'm going around just, like, killing everyone in, in the... The Rigazi Custom. It's just so good. All right. Um, let's see. I'll get into BO2 after I beat Horizon uh, Forbidden West. Yeah, that came out recently, didn't it? Now, I wasn't too big into the first one, and I think it was because um, I had just beat Breath of the Wild, and so my mind, and I actually beat it twice. I played through it twice. And so in my mind, it's like when I'm playing an open world game, I need to be able to traverse the environment at all times. And so then when you play these other open world games that don't allow for that, then it's it's hard for me to really get into that momentum. But I, I heard they fixed it in the second one. I hate to say fixed it. I, I More they added it in the second one. But um, Elden Ring is coming out soon. And I'm really just clearing my plate for that because that's going to take a lot of my time oh you have it downloaded already oh that's nice man you'll have to post what you think about it and then robert thank you for that don't forget to like everyone yeah and don't forget to like everyone it's good to like everyone even if someone in your life is just rude or a jerk hey just you know like them it, it could help them all right um okay so, the GM Camuf, I think I'm going to say Camuf, even though I think Goof and Camuf, and it's a, a Xeon suit. This is very interesting. I first saw this in Gundam Battle Operation 2. There you go. Gundam Battle Operation 2 is a good entry point into the various mobile suits that are in the Gundam UC universe, especially this one, um, because really it's a GM that has a mono eye. And so, uh, yes, the GM Cam uh, Camuf is a prototype infiltration mobile suit and was featured in the manga mobile suit gundam ms igloo 603 it was designed for false flag operations so that's pretty cool because ms igloo is the series i'm currently watching and i guess what uh you know a lot of what turns into an anime series comes from a novel or manga like g savior 
even though a lot of people don't like G Savior. I I dug it. I have a video on that, and I'll probably do an updated video too. Um, let's see. So, okay, so it's television. Uh, first seen in episode ten of Gundam Build Divers. Now, what what's interesting about that is, um, I, I thought I saw a picture, and I posted it as the um. Let me see where was it. Yeah, here we go. Okay, here we go. This was in Gundam Build Divers. Now, the animation reminded me of Unicorn, but this is Gundam Build Divers. So, so that means we haven't really officially then seen it in a UC timeline animation yet. Um, let's see. Wish they would do another Dynasty Warriors Gundam game. Yeah, I think that would be good because I've been trying to go back and play the other ones. I got two and three on my Xbox 360. It's actually plugged in my living room for that and for Fist of the North Star, which, by the way, I meant to tell you guys this, that opening music that I've been playing on the podcast is from the Fist of the North Star video game that's on 360 and PS3. Amazing game. And it's a Dynasty Warriors uh, style game, and it's not fully. It kind of has its unique take on it. Um, But, yeah, with the... With my 360 out, I've been, uh, yeah, I have the Gundam Dynasty Warriors 2 and 3. And I just haven't really, it's actually kind of hard. I was playing, I forget if it was 2 or 3, where at the beginning you're Amaro and you have to, like, destroy the mobile suits and you have to destroy sharks. So easy to get destroyed. I don't know. Sometimes it takes me a while for something to click, like Genesis. Um, let's see. Um, oh, Glenn, how can we get a hold of you privately? Well, a couple ways uh, on the Discord. Feel free, you know. I'm at this point. I'm not getting inundated with uh, messages from people. It's just enough I can manage it, and it's really cool. Or um, GundamExplained at Gmail dot com. So either one, and feel free. Like, um, yeah, I I I like to be able to have yeah have any sort of Gundam conversation. Maybe things that could be used on the podcast, or just talk about Gundam in general. A lot of people have some very uh, cool information about Gundam that I. Um, I'm able to, you know, get with people on Will, Santo Bell, Robert, a lot of people, uh, Zionic Shadow. Yeah, there's so many. Oh, and uh, Ian, too, because, you know, lately in uh, Uncle Tom, yeah, there's a lot of, you know, people that are into the robot spirits or they're into the games or the specific anime. There's a lot of Gundam stuff to talk about, really. So, um, but yeah, back to this. So. Okay, so, you know, just uh, something I wanted to clear up with this, though, really, is even though this is in Gundam Build Divers, if this is an official UC Universe suit. We see it in GBO2, and it's in MS Igloo. So, in appearance, the GM Camuth resembles an RGM79GM. Shout out to the GM. Although numerous sections of its body, such as the hip section and legs, originated from various mobile suits, the GM-like visor hides a mono-eye sensor, and the head still retains the energy piping unique to Xeonic mobile suits. The Federation's GM has a much slimmer profile than the Zaku. Thus, the GM camouflage design was achieved by attaching armor painted in Federation colors to the frame of a Xeon mobile suit. An unexpected result of using such armor to mimic the GM's slim profile was that it lightened the load on the suit's frame, making the GM Camuff a very agile machine. That's cool to know. However, its defensive capability in turn was much uh, worse than most Federation suits. Keeping the steel armor thin enough to mimic the GM's profile indeed resulted in a decrease in weight, but also decreased the armor's protective capability. So that's interesting. 
and looking at it, there are some areas that look different than a GM and some that that you can see where they made those differences. I'd like to find out if there's like a breakdown of it um, somewhere. Um, oh, very cool. It has those mines on the back there. Okay. Um, let's see. The standard armament of the GM Camuff was a 135mm anti-ship rifle as the Federation still largely employed the use of warships at the time of the Camuff's development. It also sported a GM-like shield mounted on a Zaku knuckle shield as well as the Zaku's heat hawk as, it, as its primary melee weapon. That's cool. The beam saber of the Camuff is merely cosmetic, a metal rod used to imitate the GM saber. Very cool. I did not know that, but I like that detail. Let's see. It um yeah, it also sported um yeah, a GM like shield mounted on a Zaku knuckle shield as well as Oh yeah, I just read that, didn't I? Um da -da -da, as its reactor would not allow the use of beam weapons. Oh. So that's interesting. We know that from the Zakus. They had the Heat Hawk, they had their machine guns. And if you think of the GMs and what they were outfitted with, it was primarily beam weaponry. So I, I can really see what they're trying to get at here. The Kemov could also utilize a 120mm machine gun, which would be mounted in its shield to further its offensive capabilities. So let's see. It, it basically looks like a Zaku frame. Yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I would. Is There's got to be a model kit. Let's see. Let's see. Custom. Let me see if I go to. Hmm. I wonder. Let's see. I do like Gundam uh, high grade. I would figure it'd be a high grade, right? Yeah, maybe there's not. That would be a great kit. That would be a great kit. Hmm. Um, let's see. Um. Let me head back to where I was just at. Okay, so the armaments real quick. 120mm machine gun. Okay, 135mm anti-ship rifle. Okay, so the damage like a Salamis class cruiser. 280mm bazooka. I guess that's kind of typical for the um, uh, the Zaku bazooka, but they're saying it's it's uh, it's appearances of a Federation's hyper bazooka, so that's interesting. The chain mine, that is that yeah thing we just saw. It's similar to the what the camphor used. Uh, anti ship shaped charge explosive shield, knuckle shield, heat hawk. Very cool. So let's look at the history real quick. Even before the GM camouf camouf being an abbreviation of camouflage was produced, Xeon had used captured GMs known as the Geffengainer. GM for false flag tactics and operations. Let's look at this. Geffenganger. Geffenganger. Let's see. And this was from... It first appeared in MS Era, 0099, Mobile Suit Gundam 1 to 80. Okay, so here we go. Is it supposed to be in this shot? Maybe this is before they have it painted up. Um... I don't know, but that is very cool. So this is just diving deeper more into that. The machine is an RGM-79M that has been captured and used by the Principality of Xeon as a machine belonging to the Principality of Xeon. It was repainted green to prevent friendly forces from misfiring. Okay, so it could be that they had that, 
and then they took it, and let's see, as a result, Zeon's produced uh, imitations of the GM bear, the name Camuf. Okay. In any case, both the Jafengjir, I'll get that sometime, GM, and GM Camuf were not issued a model, uh, a model number due to the criminal nature of false flag tactics. Okay. To that end, Zeon denied the use of either mobile suit during one year war. That just became cooler. When used in an area with high Minofsky particle interference, the Federation uh, MS targeting computers would fill in the blanks and um, IFF tag the Camuf as a friendly unit. However, as a mobile suit employed for false flag tactics, the pilot not only had to watch out for friendly fire, but also had to be concerned with being discovered by the enemy. Camuf pilots learned these two points the hard way uh, during its only development where the entire squadron was destroyed by its own Musai transport. Yikes. Ultimately, it was given a poor evaluation was assigned to the Earth Volunteer Corps, Earth Noids, or Federation colonists that defected to Xeon. So, that's the Camouf. Very cool um, looking. That actually looks really cool. Um, from This is from MS Igloo Complete Design Collection. Ooh, that would sound like something cool to have. Yeah. Very cool. So, uh, here's what uh, you guys think. Um, and you know what? Um, as I start getting into the next part of this, uh, I just want to check how I am at time right now. Yeah, if you, if people want to start calling in, um, uh, I want to keep trying that aspect. If you want to, you know, make a, a specific comment about something, about what we were talking about, you know, have something to say. Um, specifically, I, I don't want to make things awkward and be like, uh, so, uh, hey, what's going on? I want to try to be a good host. So, yeah, feel free to jump in if you want to, because really I'm going to finish up with comments. Um, let's see. So, Rico was asking about SD Gun and Battle Alliance. Is it PvP? And I don't think so. It looks like it's going to be a campaign-based co-op action RPG. Honestly, I'm excited about it. it. It would be absolutely amazing if they weren't super deformed. Um, let's see. How to watch Double Zeta Gundam, the least masculine and handsome Gundam YouTuber. Well, Jake, I think maybe you're acting out. Maybe I appeared to be the most masculine and handsome YouTuber and you couldn't have me. And so maybe you had to make that comment. I don't know. I don't want to make assumptions. But Robert is calling in, so I'm going to pull him in here to test this out. Robert, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Awesome. How you doing, man? Doing all right. Cool. So, um, just like you know, I've uh, been watching. I was here before you even started the podcast. Yeah, I noticed that. I saw the uh, chat. Thanks, man. You're welcome. So what's going on? Anything uh, discussed so far you're interested in talking about? You there, Robert? Can you hear me? Yeah. You seem to be cutting in and out. Yeah. It's, uh, hmm. Um... I'll give you a second. I, are, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, so what's up, man? 
Well, basically, and it seems like it's the Omicron variant right now since my uh, condition is. Yeah, I think, yeah, you had made mention about I, about it. Yeah, yeah, I'd gotten it myself. Actually, the family did, yeah. I had swabbed it for... You know what, Robert? I am sorry. It is uh, kind of cutting in and out. See if you can get that fixed and, and yeah, uh, you can call back in. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. Just want to keep this moving forward. But, you know, if anyone else wants to talk to Robert, he's always vocal on Discord. He's usually the first to like a video, too. Um, but, yeah, moving on. Um, oh, yeah, that's right. I totally forgot that I was going to look at something. We'll look at it real quick. The favorite cyber new types. So, there's... The, Marita won by a lot. And, to be honest, I think that's... That makes sense. I put Corozo Rona. I thought that was kind of an odd one to throw in there. I didn't think he would really get voted high, but I just want to throw that in there. Um, it And so you have four, which came in second, and I think that makes sense. You know, she was a very tragic character. And I think, if I'm not mistaken, was was she like the first one that was discussed uh, in Gundam, and that was in Zeta? And then Pull or Puru, depending on how you pronounce it, or, or how the English translation is. Um, and then her clones, which Marita is the 12th clone of her. Um, that That's a good one. It's kind of tough, uh, because it's almost like it's Marita too, but they expanded that arc with Marita. So I'd almost say they're the same person. And then Full Frontal. So Full Frontal is interesting, because while we don't have, unless I'm mistaken, and, and anyone knows this, we don't have full details on the creation of Full Frontal, other than the 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 idea that he's just a clone of Shar, um, and then also when it comes to the cloning of a new type, what effects that has? I like the character. Uh, I always forget his name when I try to pull it from my database of Gundam names. Um, Zoltan from Narrative, where he is a failed Shar clone. I like that he doesn't necessarily look like Shar. And he's kind of crazy, but I, and then I like that you find out he's a failed shark clone, and it's like, well, that's kind of cool. Um, but I wonder, yeah. Let me go to the comments here. So Tyler Jackson, I'm actually a pretty huge four fan, but I voted Corozo so that F91 uh, could get some representation in the votes. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, because F91 is pretty interesting because I think at that time in Universal Century. And I think narrative or not narrative Hathaway is kind of going in that direction where the general population isn't too familiar with new types anymore, even though they exist. So you have Seabrook and or Seabrook and um, uh, I forgot her name. Um, Sicily are potentially new types, but it's not really a central theme. But Corozo himself is, and even has that type of like mobile armor. Uh, psycho device uh, at the end of F91. It would be fun to really explore F91 a lot, not only personally, you know, into Crossbone, but also um, if Sunrise or Bandai is to start developing some more uh, anime. I, I wonder how much Crossbone gets into, like, the new type, cyber new type stuff. 
Um, that'd be interesting. And what's cool about Crossbone is Judah Ashta from Double Zeta shows up in his custom uh, Double Zeta that um, he's kept alive all those years. So, um, yeah, that'd be interesting. Show 22. Isn't uh, Benadryl a cyber new type too? Yeah, and I think they even show that going on in Unicorn um, at an early age. And I think, he doesn't he like, isn't it like a repressed memory or something that comes back? Um, which is pretty interesting. Uh, Marita Cruz, hands down, from Robert. Uh, uh, Santo is, uh, is pull, no clones required. Yeah, I, I agree. Juan Roman, full frontal is basically Char, but without the issues and autism. And so that's that's what's interesting because full frontal seems to be focused on his task and even developing a plan. And he explains it to everyone aboard the ship of the idea to make it where Earth is reliant on the Earth sphere entities being colonies, the moon, etc. And that fact is used in G Savior because you have. Then a group on Earth that figures out how they can create crops on the ocean seabed. And that that is then trying to be stopped. They're trying to stop them from doing that because the, the colonies out in space, whoever's running the group, I think it was consent, um, doesn't want that to, to happen. They want Earth to rely on them. So, um, And I think that's interesting because if you think of the concept that Earth has to rely on colonies – with whatever sort of disaster could occur, you would think a space colony is much more fragile and Earth is kind of like the place you could kind of fall back to. And um, I think you can really control the Earth sphere or a solar system by making the external uh, entities, whether it's colonies, ships, whatever, um, uh, make them in control where Earth has to rely on them. I don't know. I just thought that was pretty interesting. Um, so moving on, uh, to, uh, to Tomaniac win. I see a bunch of men of culture in the poll. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I wanted to add some guys there because um, I noticed a lot of them are, are female, like especially in Zeta because you also have Rosamia. Um, and then all the the, the clones of um, Pull, so... You forgot Sharsoon. Oh, from Zionic. Oh, yeah, I missed someone else. But um, yeah, I she's she's a good one. I just didn't uh, I didn't have enough room. Uh, she's a very interesting character on her own. I I like her whole arc from her quirkiness to this who she sides with by the end of Double Zeta, just because of how kind of convoluted that whole scenario got of who wants power or whatever. And then Truck Coon, Mommy Marita, of course. Yeah, all good, all good ones. You know what? I haven't determined what my next poll is going to be yet. It might be which Gundam series do I review next. It's either going to be Origin, uh, 08th MS Team, which I think is going to win, F91, or victory. I don't think that will win, but I, and I don't have the Blu-rays yet. But I'm curious to see what everyone, um, everyone thinks about that. By the way, could you show the artworks I sent you last month next weekend? Oh yeah, sure. If I didn't show that already, yeah, I'll make sure to. 
Um, yeah, thanks. If anyone has any other um, artwork, yeah, please send it in. Hey, uh, Warmaster muted and broken. How goes it? Good to see you here. Hello, everyone. Thank you. Uh, the AOZ. Uh, the Advance of Zeta. That That is a good one. I wish that was an actual show, movie. They need to do that. I need to just read the manga. I just need to get myself to read. It's hard for me to read. I tend to read um, fact-based books, like things that are um, about information. It's hard for me to, for stories where people are talking. I don't, I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't know what it is. Um, okay, so heading back to the comments real quick. Um, okay, we had the poll stuff. Uh, okay, so uh, Scorpion Crescent. I hope they bring all the old series without missing a single one, including the new one. Uh, this game better have Hydra Gundam and Psycho Gundam Mark III as a playable character. Oh, yeah, the Psycho Gundam would be cool. Um, yeah, I'm interested to see what they do. I know we saw that first Psycho Gundam. I think that, that it was fighting, or no, that was the... Um, no, I'm thinking of, I, I don't know. There's so many giant Gundams. Um, I wish to see Hathaway. Yeah, it'd be cool to have some Hathaway stuff in there. In fact, in that G-Generation Genesis, did I, didn't I download it? And I haven't used it yet. I think they have some of that stuff. Um, yeah, I just realized I haven't used any of that yet. There's just so many mobile suits in that game. If you like UC era mobile suits, that Generation Genesis has them all, and it's pretty awesome. And all the different weapons it could potentially use. Um, oh, from the live stream. Hi, good afternoon. Are you going for the Jagan at all? No, I didn't. I wasn't too interested in that one. Um, thanks, Will. And then from SS, maybe silly question. But what are you playing this on? I've been out of gaming since like PS2 days, so I'm glad to see an interesting looking Gundam game. Yeah, so it's on PS4. Um, and I'm playing it on PS5, and it even is boosted for PS5. But there's so many rumors about it being on PC. That and I think that's awesome because I'm surprised at it's what third year going to fourth year. It's getting so much more content, but then also if it comes on PC, that's just even more players to play because it's interesting right now. It's hard for people to get PS5s, but it's also PS4s are high in price because then people are just getting a PS4 because they can still play PS5 games. So there's still that audience there. I just hope between. PS4 and the Steam version, potentially that's what's coming out on PC. It's cross-compatible. I hope it has cross-play. That would be a wider audience of people to play with. But also, all the stuff that I've collected, I want to be able to be on my PC and have all my suits. You know, I don't want to have to try to get the, um, the Rigazi Custom again. Let's see, Soup Spoon, congrats to the winners and congrats. Oh, yeah, that's from the, um, you want to get MG Virtue Nodley. I have to look that up, but uh, yeah, that's from the 800 sub giveaway. You know, I got that, you know, always a giveaway going on. When I hit 1,000, that's when I'll do the next one. All right, we'll read. You the best for this? I was just about to search this out. Oh, yeah, for the DLC. I, this is so helpful. I decided to make a video because I was trying to find a video about how to do this. And I saw some posts on Reddit, some posts on a random website, and I wanted to just consolidate the information. Also, I wanted to make it as quick as possible. I wanted to make one of those videos where you just turn it on. I just quickly go through everything. The steps are in the, the comments. Um, yeah. 
Is Yonex Shadow now? I can finally get it. Yeah, man, get it. Let us know. I'm curious what, what you think about the game because, again, I'm not one to play turn-based strategy games. Man, if this was like a StarCraft or Command & Conquer where it's all real-time moving them, oh, I would love that. And you know what? I'm th thinking about that even more. What would be a unique twist on it is making them move slow because they're, you know, the robot. Like, I guess not in space, but on land is what I'm thinking. Even in space, you can make them move slow. So as they're moving and then you're seeing some battles occurring, like you can then change the trajectory of one uh, because something changed up here. So that's the micromanaging is your and you have like multiple fleets. Uh, I think that would be sick. Uh, Santo Bell, Santo Bell, which helped with getting me uh, Breaker 3. This, this is how I got Breaker 3. Be aware that if you buy a full game and make the mistake I made, that is play it on the international account. If you want to play with others online, you also need to buy the PSN sub for that region. So like Adam said, buy it, download it, and run it once in the purchase region and then switch back to your normal region to actually play. There is no way to transfer the save data for most games. I only discovered this after beating Breaker 3 Break Edition, including all six DLCs and stories and unlocking all parts and difficulties. Yeah, it's crazy. But it's still awesome, man. That, But is it worth playing through again? It probably is. All right, uh, Bamcorp Gaming. Hopefully they put some serious effort into it. Could potentially be a very cool game if they take it seriously and put some heart into the smaller details and having a solid amount of content. Yeah, because... You know, I totally agree with you because, like, on the surface, if there's not too much content, that can get old fast. But if they have tons of levels, uh, you know, it reminds me, too, I've been playing that Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 on Switch, and it's an action RPG. And it has a lot of stages. It, it, yeah, I think it has a good enough stages because you, then you play on hard and you can unlock more to unlock more people. And then it has the gauntlets. If they build it out like that, it will work. And then, um, oh, the Jesta, Santo Bell, happy you enjoyed the kit. Yeah, thanks, man. Thanks for getting it for me. Such an awesome MS, possibly my favorite grunt unit. You can split that front skirting in the center to get better movement out of the uh, legs forward. And that's a good point. So for those out there that, you know, have Gunpla, collect, want to pose, the front skirt, usually the two pieces that are on either side of the cod piece, they're just one piece, you know, the little bar in the middle. What he's saying, and it makes sense, is you can split the middle because it's still going to be attached, and then you can move them individually so that you can move the legs individually. So that's really a good tip, honestly. Um, moving on. Oh, this is from that Milpo Sklint episode. I was excited to watch your video. You inspire me. You definitely need to research promo SM. Um, so I guess maybe about, uh, well, you know, I Thanks for saying something like that. That's awesome. And then about, uh, you know, doing more promotion maybe on social media. Yeah, you know, I haven't really jumped into that too much. Just really the Twitter, the Instagram. It's just that I, I don't I, I don't want to spread myself too thin yet. Um, uh, I don't know if you have any other suggestions on that, uh, Grady, but I really appreciate that comment. Uh, uh, Beer Beer Gaming, I enjoyed the video. Awesome. Thank you for that comment. That's that's nice. Very nice. Robert, Adam, again with making them do the splits. Hey, you never know. I mean, that's probably, uh, that's a prime articulation point. Um, You just had to go for that line, didn't you? I'll have to look that up again. Uh, And then on the MS Igloo Angel of Death episode, yeah, the ghost lady made me scratch my head as well, though I think she's wearing a flight suit, which is extra odd. Yeah, thanks, Santo Bell. I didn't realize the flight suit. Still haven't looked back into that, but I'm going to have to. Because there's another episode coming up. Hmm. 
Mikhail Jacinto, the mysticism and superstition shown in Gravity Front gave me some Apocalypse Now vibes. Yeah, yeah, I remember when I read that, and I was like, that is a very good point. I like that aspect, because it's almost like that mysticism and superstition might not really be there. It might just be that what is coming about the fact of being in the war, uh, going through this stuff. First of all, the major is a major pain to deal with. Oh, yeah, he was. Oh, nice beard. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Robert. Yeah. Um, yeah, just seeing what this does, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, oh, and from that music track I posted from Will, there are some real hidden bangers in this game that catches me off guard whenever I'm scrambling to keep my MSC notes alive. Yeah, that's the thing. Even though the music is playing over and over, it's, uh, it's catchy music. Um, and, and it's funny because when I'm playing the game... I'm really focusing on the strategy and then this music is playing. So I noticed that while I'm working, you know, doing my day job, playing that music, it fills that same kind of thing where it's just keeping me focused on the work. Uh, Tsuyoshi15, yeah, that angel, no matter how many years it's been, still leaves me and any fan scratching our heads, at least until doing a bit of research as a Japanese name, is the Shinigami. And I guess this is basically trying to add in some Japanese lore about a god, goddess, or supernatural spirits that invite humans towards death. But adding this sort of aspect in the series just doesn't make sense, even if we have some sort of hints in this and the next episode of the lone uh, survivor kind of deal. Yeah, that's something I was thinking. You know, is this something about, you know, Japanese culture where it's kind of easy to relate to that idea? Um you know, I, I don't know how to relate that to American culture other than when things happen, people tend to say like, oh, God or Jesus. I mean, that's not the same, but there's still that sense where sort of a fictitious spiritual mythological aspect is ingrained in our speech and storytelling. Other than that, I loved this episode. I love them showing not mobile suits or even regular vehicles taken on the ZM mobile suits, but rather the average regular grunt soldier taken on these towering weapons. That takes balls despite the huge odds and how agile mobile suits can be. Plus, the low angles really emphasize how intimidating these things are from a person's point of view. Uh, the final moments of the of Barberry uh, defiantly firing on the last Zaku and in a way defiance against the angel and a facing death itself head-on kind of scene about to kill him, so it still gives me goosebumps. Yeah, all well done. The thing about MS Igloo is it's like how they shot or composed the scenes, and I think I've said this in every episode, is so well done. And they probably had more freedom because of the CGI uh, rather than the animation. I'm just assuming that. Um, I guess because getting certain angles in animation might take more skill, whereas when you have a 3D model in an environment, you can adjust the camera and just make some lighting adjustments, making it sound like it's easier. But I, I think they really pulled it off. And actually, let me give that a like and a heart. And then lastly, Joshua Mendoza. Crossroads was my first SD game, put over 200 hours into it and loved every second of it. I imported Genesis for the Switch and loving that as well. Music is always catchy. Well, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, Crossrays will be next, but then Elden Ring is around the corner. Ah, that's that's too much. Um, yeah, going down. Let's see what's been going on here. Um, I just want my ground Gundam uh robot Dimashis are released already. Yeah, same here. I think I have what what is it? It's the there's like three of them, I think, or four, because there's the desert types. There's the GM, there's the Gundam, and then there's a Desert type, and then there's a a Zaku, and then there's the two option parts. 
So that's the thing. I've got all these pre-orders, and it's like I'm, I can't really just buy more stuff. I have th these things pre-ordered. I, yeah, it's crazy. Um, what was this one? RTS Gundam games, sweet. Yeah, in that reminds me, there is a Gundam a free Gundam RTS game available for download. I forget what it's called. If you search Gundam RTS free, you can find it. And it's it's just where someone took a free open source RTS engine and kind of made it Gundam themed. And I was playing around with it, and it looked pretty cool. I just didn't really learn it too much. Didn't really have time, but it's out there if anyone's interested. And then uh, Robert adds Japanese Shinigami, literally uh, Death God Goddess. So yeah, further on that. So that's interesting. So um, yeah, guys, I think that is it. Um, you know, thanks everyone for. For tuning in, I love doing these live streams where we have all this chat going on. I'm going to put the poll up here shortly um, about what series I should review next since I'm finishing up MS Igloo. There's just two more episodes of that. But also, if you haven't joined the Discord, there's a Gunpla uh, contest that's going to be going on. Um, also, that video of the giveaway, post in that so you can uh, you know potentially win something. Um, yeah, the Discord's a lot of fun. Everyone in the Discord is is just awesome. And then we play some GBO2 for the live streams on Saturdays. That'd be great. Um, but also, yeah, make sure if you want, email me at GundamExplained at gmail.com. If you just want to ask me something um, or you're curious about something Gundam related or if you want something to be featured uh, on the podcast, uh, I'd be happy to do it, especially like artwork and stuff. So uh, anyway, yeah, all uh, thanks for watching and uh, we'll talk later.